<laughs> and welcome to episode number 68 of the Council and Clutch Podcast. Ooh. I'm your boy Cal. And uh, Sap is here. That's Sap. Sap gon' Sap. Dion is not. I'm not gonna be here. <laughs> Roy's here. Y'all keep doing this shit to me, man. Yo. This is for my nigga Q. Yep. And... Ghost is here. My kings and queens. You ain't got no drop? Nope. Y'all know the vibes. Get started. (laughs) (laughs) What do you need to drop for, man? What happened to the music? Because everybody else got a drop. Hey, man, y'all special. I'm just here. Nah, bro. It don't even work like that. Don't worry about it. Uh... (laughs) Anyway, uh, how everybody doing? Y'all good? Everything good? Nope. I'll be it, you know, what's going on or whatnot. Hell no. Nah, nah. I, actually shed, I actually shed a tear today. Did you really? And I, and I ain't cry since my dang old nephew had surgery. Yeah, post <laughs> gotcha, man. Speak on it, speak on it, brother. Nah, man, I'm good. I'm going to be toxic, so I'm keeping moving. No, no, be toxic. Stay <laughs> today. Be toxic, kid. Oh, don't worry. No, I, we, no, I said I'm, I'm we, not. We're going to get to it. Don't worry about it. It's in here. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, I guess we'll go ahead and get this thing rolling. Y'all know the fucking vibes. It's not a topic, but it's in the notes. I just felt like, you know, I should say that. But uh, topic numero uno we got going on here today for SP and all the Spanish people that uh, are listening. The significance of popular white people speaking up against black issues. Uh, with everything going on now, you hear a lot of that, especially, I ain't say especially in the sports world, but you know. That's kind of our focal point. So, and as far as the sports world, you you hear a lot of people talking about certain athletes uh, should speak out or speak up about issues like this, uh, what's going on and whatnot. So, what are you guys' uh, uh, thoughts on that? I mean, speak Anybody? up if you want to speak up. You're not obligated <laughs> to speak up on uh, any? any issues. You know, just we appreciate the support. We will look at you differently if you don't say nothing. Um, did Tom Brady say something? Uh, not from my knowledge. Now you know. Yeah. I'm just saying. I, I don't know. When you said white, my first thought only, was Joe Burrow. Per- I'm about to say, he the, only, he the only one that I know that said something, uh, uh, Burrow. Old boy, from the, um, old boy from the Heat better say something. He got cornrows. The, um, uh, the Eagles, uh, the Eagles Her- Her- had two receivers. Yeah. Uh, O-Lyman from the Eagles and a kicker. They got on Twitter yesterday or today um, after a meeting with Deshaun Jackson spoke up on the team and they said they felt, you know, complicit to to actually express their concerns and be more vocal on their platforms. But I don't, I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I, I've hey, been paying attention. Hold on, hold on, Roy, Roy. Hey, Roy, hold on. The baby hold don't on. like, the baby don't like your Wi-Fi, man. <laughs> yeah, you, what you got connected to your Wi-Fi? Unconnect, unconnect everything. I don't think that's the issue for real. It's a, it gotta be something else. But hopefully it come out good on the um on the actual. No, I, I think it I think it's my phone for real. Cause I've had my phone under the mic and now that I move my phone, is it still messed up? It was. Move your phone then. I, I did now. I just won't thinking about it at the time because I was using it and I started talking. Yeah, you good now. Continue what you were saying, sir. Oh, I, I was saying I've been paying attention to the timeline, and it's 
even not even famous people, but just in general, you kind of already knew what white folk was going to support and what won't, who won't going to support what was going on. We didn't really need this issue to kind of bring it to light. But at the same time, I don't, I don't like, like Kyle said, if they say something, they say something. If they don't, they don't. I don't ever expect them to understand because it's just a level of having to experience what's going on for you to really know what it means or how it feels. So it's cool, but uh, you, you know, it, it they going to do what they going to do. Cause at the end of the day, they protect it no matter what they say. Yeah, but the point I think in like white athletes and just white people in general stepping up and uh, protesting and, and why their voices should be heard is that when a black man or black woman uh, gets murdered by the police, you know, and the police gets off and it's caught on videotape, man, like it's always the black people speaking up. We always speaking up for ourselves. So, and even the uh, you know listening to conversations like I like we dropped the uh, Breakfast Club and um, uh, what's that? What's the dude's name? Interview Rush um, Limbaugh and Rush Limbaugh. So I listened to that, and you know Rush kind of you know he he, he pretends to be uh, nice and man I'm disappointed, man I'm this, and they're like, but Rush, you know you kind of contradictory on these things, and Rush just always falls back into, hey man. What what is the pro- what you tell me what to do so we can stop this for you? It's like no, son, you need to be an active participant in this, and and that's the whole point. Is like, you know, we need all of the citizens to be active participants in you know stopping this. Otherwise, if it's just black people, then it's going to be a black people issue. And some people were looking at like, well, you know, it ain't affected me because I ain't black and I don't know nobody black, so you know, let it continue. So this really could be the way of getting to a better tomorrow. Yeah, like kind of like what Sat was saying, right? It's we've been doing this as Black folk for the past four hundred plus years, protesting, speaking out, doing all that stuff, and it's moving. But when you add more people into the the bunch, then that's what had, that helps move faster, regardless of what ethnicity they are. You got people that don't understand that if they so, let's say for. Let's say Tom Brady decided, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm going to say something. Probably not going to happen, but. I got black receivers now. I need <laughs> never, to say something. Nevertheless, if he, <laughs> you would think, if he right? speaks out against some certain thing, it may be a situation where he starts to realize, like, really get into the into it. The other white people that were just against him maybe start looking at things different. We don't know that to be a fact, but we well, also don't know that to not be a fact. He might not so, want to burn bridges with Donnie, though. So. Yeah, no, I mean, we, we're just using that as an example. Um. Yeah, so Tannehill trying to do this. Huh? <laughs> Tannehill definitely need to say something. Black right. man that got him extra millions. <laughs> well, yeah, trying big, to big big uh, checks. Trying to do it, trying to do it solo. I mean, I I'm not I'm not with the the narrative of we'll need white people to make this movement or do all the stuff that we need to do. It's not that we need them. Like, oh my god, we have to have them, but. As we all know, there are certain white people in the world that are just good, general, generally good people. So everybody that's coming in with the, the genuine help, that's what we need. We don't need the, the uh, people that's coming in that's clout chasing, just trying to, you know, get the pictures for IG to act, make it seem like they, they out here in the streets or the people that's just doing it just to be looting or whatever the case may be. The, the people that's genuinely in this, <clears throat> excuse me, that's genuinely in this to actually help create change and this, that, and the third, that's what we need. 
if you're not on in that in that boat, then we don't need you involved in this because you ain't doing nothing but, but fucking stuff up. So that's uh, that's kind of how, how I see it. And as far as the athletes, like I said, everybody that speaks out is one plus is a plus one. So if you feel some type of way about it as a as a white athlete, which I I I don't I can't tell people how to feel, but when especially for football, and basketball, other sports, those are different. Football and basketball, when a majority of the people you're around are black, regardless of your background, how you see things, this is the first situation I've seen where I've seen white people actually admit to, wow, that was wrong. Like I And all the people that have been killed in the past five, six, seven, eight, nine years, this is the first time where I've really seen it. It was like, wow. White people saying, wow, like, this was, that was messed up. He That shouldn't have happened, this, that, and the third. So if you're seeing that, as a as a as a Tom Brady, as an Aaron Rodgers, as a uh, any other white person that's in the league, y'all. I'm talking about two people that don't even talk. That's crazy. Yeah, like like is speaking up is big. You don't gotta go. You don't gotta be out in the middle of the street, uh, marching and shit like that. But showing that solidarity with what's going on, that I this is I I acknowledge that this shit is wrong, is a, is a positive step in my book. So, hey man, uh, my thing is, I, I I don't I don't want white people or white athletes out here faking it. That's, no, that's why I said. If you don't mean it, if you don't mean it, don't say it. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, that's what I was saying when I said earlier, as far as being authentic with it. If you if you genuinely feel that way, then yeah, speak on it. If you don't, then like I said, I ain't I ain't about to go around chasing motherfuckers to speak out on things. But we see you, we know, we know who say what and who say this. So in, in the future, will shit pop up or you? Especially the, the the athletes that like the white athletes that be deep into rap music or in our, into our culture and then start doing shit later on, but don't speak about this. We notice that stuff. We see it, and Twitter see everything, so they gonna bring it up for sure. But you know, that's just you know that's my take on it. I'll speak a little bit on my take on it. Um, I'll start off with the question at hand, and then I'll get into the celebrity piece. Um, as far as the significance with popular white athletes, um, it's very significant. It can lead to... Uh SP, you got to stop muting yourself, bro. Nah, that was Siri. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, she want to hear you talk about white women. That, that shit definitely just happened again. Um, as far as significance with white athletes speaking up, it's very significant in the fact that society looks up to entertainers uh, as a majority, um, particularly in our community. We look up to, we look up to entertainers as far as um, just their voice and their presence. So for uh, white athletes to speak up. It does carry a significance in terms of, like I said, moving that conversation forward and starting to get those conversations going that could potentially catalyze some actual change. Um, in terms of celebrities in general being significant and speaking, um, my personal opinion is, and I, I saw a quote on Twitter that said that that the people should be disappointed if their favorite celebrity didn't speak up being the fact that they shouldn't have never looked up to their celebrity like that to 
be obligated to speak up in the first place. And that really hit me because I want to say it's been like, the, I want to say it was like two or three months ago, I had brought up a question as far as why do we as a community look up to entertainers and put them at a on a high pedestal that we do. Granted, a lot of the answers that I received were that those were the only type of people that we had to look up to growing up, uh, especially in the African-American community, um, people of my age, millennials. And though I understand it comes a point in time where we have to be aware of what's going on, be aware of what needs to change and start acting on that change. We shouldn't be looking to celebrities for their opinion on these matters, period. Now, granted, I'm not going to disregard their comments and their sentiments because some of them may be knowledgeable in this area and this arena and can provide some valuable input. However, majority of them are not. With that being said, we need to find some leadership in terms of people who are experienced in this arena and lean on them in terms of how to move forward and like I said, just leadership in general. And I feel like that's just something that we're missing um, in our community right now. If you look back a couple of decades ago, and I had a conversation with somebody this uh, this past weekend about this, we really don't have a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or a Jim Brown or a Muhammad Ali. Um, my personal opinion, the closest person to uh, that level in terms of civil rights um, activism or being an activist of civil rights um, is LeBron James. And for me personally, he kind of showed his limitations with the China, with the China situation. I'm not, I'm not coming down on him for how he handled that, but in the same token, it, it kind of put up a red flag to me in terms of depending on him to uh, champion civil rights type movements moving forward for our community. Um, but I think ultimately, like I said, it's just a, a we need more leadership. Hey man, he speak out for us. Well, hold on. I hate the Lakers and that move was that move was trash. But hey, you know, he speaks out for us though. I can say that. He supports and speaks out for us. Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah. On the on the like the China piece, like, you know, China is about your bread. It ain't, you know, too much about the, the people on some real because honestly you know, unfortunately, you know, whatever is going on and whatever was going on in Hong Kong, while that might have made some noise, you know, that don't that's that's still a hop and a skip away. But things that pertain to America and black Americans and, and the citizens here, you know, there ain't no like like that's that's all free range. But when it comes to the money, he got he got to make sure he secure that bag from China. So that he could continue to do whatever work he's gonna do for the schools he's building, for the scholarships he's doing, for the community he's uplifting, and you know, for his platform here. So, you know, yeah, no, no, sacrifice some Hong Kong so, so we can get so we can uh, get some stuff on the homeland, you know, we gotta do that. I would say he's the face of the league and also his shoes are made in China. Um, and most NBA players do that summer tour in China. So that's a lot of possible money going. Even though everything shouldn't be about money, but at the same time, it's not his backyard. As uh, Dion always says, if it don't affect my front porch, I don't care. 
<laughs> so he didn't really say I don't care, but it was more so, hey, I'm not educated on that enough to speak on it. And, and more so, moving, so, and also, Kyle, when it comes to whatever the beef between Hong Kong and China, that's complicated. That's, that's like Lil like, Wayne and Birdman, man. Don't don't get yeah. between them because they're gonna be friends at one point. <laughs> yeah, right. That's this this deep. This but the stuff that happened in Homeland that ain't that complicated. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's, more, that's true. But and to that point, that's why that's why I I tried to emphasize the point that I'm I'm not necessarily coming down on him for his approach in that situation because I totally get it. Right, like, I understand. Like if I were in that if I was in that circumstance, like. His priority is his family, and not only that, but like you said, he's the face of the league, so he takes on that accountability in terms of making sure these other players are still getting the bread in their pockets so they can feed their families as well. True. So I, I completely understand that. Um, but that, that that's just like my like broader view. I, I mean, personally, even if you if we're discarding that, I still don't believe that he compares to the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's, the Jim Browns, and so forth. Yeah, true. No, I mean, he don't, he, he don't seem to yeah, and, and yeah, and he don't yeah. seem to be well studied like that. Like he says, "Oh, this is wrong." Like anybody can do that, but like Kareem, Kareem was well studied. Like he he could break you some had shit to be down. Back then, though. The difference between that and them, like them and now, is like like you said, they were well versed in it to where they were really deep into that LeBron will go and he'll speak on it like his just his thoughts or whatever like that but that's where he stops it. He doesn't he doesn't push the issue past that. Like he'll throw the he'll throw the lob and then he he's out of there. He doesn't And I agree and I agree with y'all going further with that compared to like Jim Brown and them back in the day where they was really into this. Like LeBron's not going Muhammad Ali himself. He's not going to jail for, for that- like that. I, I agree with y'all, but that's my takeaway. Like we need if we're oh, yeah. going to 100%. continue to if we're going to continue to hold entertainers to this pedestal, like that's what we need. We need those type of people. Or we should just stop holding entertainers to this pedestal and actually get people I, that, that do this for a living. <laughs> and the, com- the combination of both is it would would be the, the best outcome. If we we don't have because right. we don't have leaders in general over like on overall set of people we have just certain people splashed in here and there that kind of lead this way lead that way whatever whatever but we don't have that like you said that number one these are the people that we go to so calvin is that you putting on for kaepernick over there Uh oh (laughs) (laughs) better go ahead with that man it would have been nice if the baby started crying No, nah, but I feel like once we once we get that leadership, we can start um we can start steamrolling these false narratives um that get put out in the media and we can start I mean taking control of our narrative. Uh, a big thing with this too though, you gotta realize a big thing with uh trying to get a leader. We're in a social age and somebody more than likely black Twitter is gonna find Every something time about this person. Up. Yeah, every time somebody step up, they're gonna get slandered. It's like this nigga's throwing peanut butter and jelly, jelly sandwich in middle school. Yeah, we we want a leader, but in the same token, it's like they every time somebody steps up in that kind of that way, it's always yeah. it's always always slander. I ain't gonna hold you though, bro. That's America. That's America in general. I mean, that's, that's our community too, but that's America. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. do it a lot we, to ourselves though. But. We we build people up to tear them. Everybody, everybody do it to everybody though. Because as soon as you do something that somebody doesn't like, oh. 
Well, you know, MLK was, you know, he had holes on the side. You know, right. then, the whole, then that would undercut the whole move. And then people would be like, oh, I don't know if I could follow a man who ain't, who ain't faithful to his wife. You yeah, know he, was, he was a pastor and that was back in the day. And that was going on. That's the man you yeah. should follow. <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> I mean, hey, he's able to gain followers easily. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. A little comedy to break it up. Oh, man. I, agree I, I, I said you, this though. before, though. I said this before, though. I, I feel like niggas put too much pressures on, um, not person, put too much onus on celebrities. Most celebrities are just regular hey. people who have either tremendous talent or they're not talented. They just got people doing things for them. They just got luck of the draw and they became famous. So if I, like it, you, you shouldn't be I, look up to him, whatever you idolize, do whatever you want to do. False idolize, whatever you believe in, but you shouldn't be looking up to them to do things that would impact your life. Because at the end of the day, yeah, they don't know you. They don't care about you. You, you just feed in their pockets. Yeah, you should, you should not see them obligated as to speak on these type of things. Like exactly. they're just like me and you. Like, do you feel obligated? Like, what if some? What if a whole bunch of people felt like you were obligated to speak and you didn't? Like, you would feel some type of way as well. So, I mean, sure. that's hey, how. Dave Chappelle said it best. Hmm. I wonder what John Rule thinks at a time like this. Where Nobody says that. Man. <laughs> hey, Nobody says that. Look, man, he's the best comedian of all time. If he if he came out with that Chappelle show today, it, I don't think he would have make it past season or uh, episode two, bro. Just because Hell of no. right he would, he, he would, if it, if he would have came like I think today's Dave Chappelle could come out with the Chappelle show, but not early Dave Chappelle because you he got much more like give no fucks. Right now, yeah, his you humor know. now is more so. Um, I wouldn't say, uh, I can't. So, the humor it's, back then was more uh, childish in a sense, but it wasn't childish. And when I mean by childish, I don't mean age, I mean more like out there, ha ha, funny, slap your knee. Now it's more of a intelligent, yeah, type comedy that he does. So, yeah, okay, yeah. He, it's, he, it's actually, different. He, joke, he jokes like he's 50 years old because he's yeah. like 50 years old. Yeah. yeah, like even if you just watch the stand up, like the tones are different now. He's just sitting there puffing on a cigarette, talking slow. Back then, <laughs> this nigga running around, you know, like a little crackhead. He had a lot, of, a lot yeah. of antics, he had, he had yeah. of antics back in the day. Now he's more he making he's jokes. Tool. He making jokes about serious shit, basically. Yes. Jokes that I'm sure he wrote, unlike some people that are fine. Mind you, mind you, this this is a, a mean <laughs> caveat, but thinking of a Dave Chappelle joke, if he was in a club. Dancing and filling up on, you know, with with a shorty, and find out that she's a transgender shorty. You gonna finish it off at the end of the night? <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, I was never at the club, huh? and I don't have hand, and I don't have hands. So, right. What club? Hey, you gotta take it. You gotta take it back to 2008. No, no. No. I don't have hands. I was never at the club. I don't know how to a club. Hey, sir, I don't know what a club is. Are oh, you talking about a Billy Club that cops beat black people with all the time for no reason? Ooh, sorry, man. sorry for going with I'm sorry. Wait up, okay, wait up. <laughs> My bad, man. I'm just it's been rough. It's been rough. And they could they could end somebody's life with that Billy Club. Lord they knows. Actually have. Man, rest in peace, uh Radio Raheem. Hmm. Yeah. 
Well, we might take this commercial break. We'll be right back. And uh, thank you, Anchor, for that ad. We appreciate you. But uh, coming back from from what we were talking about before, we can get into these colleges that are cutting their uh, sports programs due to the coronavirus. We got an article here saying uh, four-year colleges are facing budget shortfalls stemming from uh, coronavirus pandemic are approaching an unwelcome milestone. And in, uh, in the coming days, the number of eliminated sports programs will almost surely pass 100. So uh, the, uh, the Associated Press found a total of 97 teams eliminated uh, at four-year schools through Friday, uh, Friday, I guess, whatever last Friday was. And um, of the 78 teams lost in D2 and D3 and uh, NAIA, 44 were from three schools that closed at least in part because of the financial fallout. Um, no Power 5 conference schools is known to have dropped any sports. Most of the 19 Division One teams cut uh, 15 men, four women are from these schools in the so-called group of five, which are the, uh, uh, where it go? Well, it's not in this article, but it's not the power five, but it's that the next, like, next level under that thing, like the Mac and Mountain West and them, Division one AA. No, nah, not that low. They still D1, this is not the power five. Oh, you said power. My bad, you're talking about the conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, I seen it, like I said, I, was, I saw a couple of them. But they were all track related. So I got uh, Brown University is downgrading their men's track and field and cross country program to club status as the school looks for more competitive ways in other sports. So they're trying to save a little money there. Uh, Appalachian or Appalachian State is the latest D1 NCAA program to cut men's track and field team. Uh, and this one says less than a week after uh, Akron, Akron, yeah. Eliminated their men's cross-country program. Another MAC school has cut their men's uh, track and field team as part of strategic budget planning, and that's uh, Central Michigan. And then, yeah, we just talked about Akron. So that was just a couple that I remember seeing. And as we said, it's 90-some-odd schools. So what are y'all thoughts on schools cutting their sports programs to, uh, I guess, save money, basically? Hey, man, it's about money and you didn't really say football, so you know football is a money making team in most schools. So I mean, hopefully they're giving eligibility to those kids so they can transfer otherwhere. I mean, other places. But I mean, with big business, you gotta make sacrifices, as we all see. Unfortunate, but I mean, again, hopefully the kids have the ability to transfer. Anybody else? Yeah, man, it's all about all about making money, bro. I mean, because it's like I kind of same like the sports world ain't going to be immune from, you know, uh, like payroll salary. So it's like, what you going to keep the track coach around and everybody who you got to pay to keep track going? No, you know, with all love, I love track, but they probably like, man, if they ain't bringing in no money, we just have it. You know what? You're right. You know what? You're right. I just like it. I just like it. All right. It, is, you know? it, get, it gets me going. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a good Saturday afternoon. But, yeah, man, like, you know, it's all about their bread. So, you know, I, I want to see are them women's soccer teams going to get cut. You know what I'm saying? Well, you got to pick yeah. women's soccer. We're, we're bowling. I mean, they, bowling. We're going to keep bowling, the, too. Those are the lowest on the totem poles. Yeah. Uh-oh. Really? You think, you think women's soccer is on the lowest of the totem pole? I think so. Lord and track. I think when it comes to college, yeah. Because uh, oh, it's women's sports? 
No, just in general. Or, yeah, oh, if, okay, if, okay, if okay. we separating them out, and if it's not an Olympic year, yeah. who makes money? Okay. okay. Is, nah, nah, we, know, nah. we know basketball makes money, football makes money, baseball brings in money. Who else is bringing in money? Maybe. To the, to the maybe. Baseball. Nobody. Maybe. Maybe baseball. I would say, I would, yeah, because even in some basketball cases, believe it or not, basketball it's a make money for real. Yeah, but yeah. So they, they, unless you like a big, big time school, the smaller schools, they, I mean, should they ain't bringing in maybe a couple, a thousand, two people. So, but they're not profitable. Let's put it I that mean, way. A lot of those tickets are free, depending on your school, too. Yeah, yeah, like as we like as we just said, they're not prof- profitable. I mean, I saw an article a few years ago, um, and they were actually talking about the um, basketball teams that actually make money, and it was nothing but like Carolina, Duke, Kansas. It was like the big schools um, yeah. that you would think about um, yeah. that don't really have a good football team. Like, you're not going to really have a school that has a great football team and a great basketball team. It just usually doesn't happen that way. That'd be a monopoly. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, don't happen that way, man. I I can't even think of who actually is like top ten in football and basketball. Though I can't even think of a, in the past. I mean, I'm sure it's happened. I think the closest would have been Ohio State when they had that run. Well, um, yeah, and they um, had Greg Oden. Yeah, and um, then Greg what, what should we call it? What does that do? The ice in my veins guy. I cannot think his name. D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, Russell. I think uh, they were like. I think they were highly ranked into the um, but got knocked out the tourney early. Yeah, but they ain't they ain't winning no championship though, right? No, 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 they didn't. No, but yeah, but it's, it's hard it's to be top ten in both sports. That's a good. That's a good well, point. Michigan though. actually. Well, decent, no, Michigan has some decent Who Ohio State? Yeah, I had to reverse that to look for like the football team because I know Duke don't have a good football team. Uh, Carolina, Kansas don't. Like any school you would think about with a good basketball team don't have a good football team. So I just reversed it. Like who is consistently up there that has a decent team? Like Texas, I don't know if they ever. KD was way after Vince Young, right? No. Yeah, but even their basketball yeah. wasn't even was always like KD like brought magic to their basketball program. But they still but they won't, yeah, they weren't nice though. It was just, he was and they disappeared yeah, after. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm trying to think, what about Bay? No, Baylor only had like two years. I don't think they had a good basketball team at that time. Yeah, Baylor's is kind of random. Yeah, that's hard, man. We're going to have to do something, get our intern on that one. <laughs> what team had top 10 in football and basketball? <laughs> Thanks. But, uh, I mean, the thing, my, my, my question is, is uh, Norfolk State cutting in there? Uh, which HBCU programs that might be getting cut? Uh, I don't know. I've, I've heard anything about any any uh, any rumblings about that shit. We just, we trying to find, well, not find, but we're trying to sign our next athletic director, so. I don't know what's going on as far as hey Marty might have to, Marty might have to come back real quick without everything going on. I mean, he ain't went nowhere. He's still there. I know, but I'm talking about he might need to get back into the to the seat nah. real quick. Nah, hell no. Nah. They already they already did the interview process. They just ain't ain't told who, who got it yet. But uh, moving on from this, I'm gonna pass the the, the throne over to uh, Mr. Roberts to introduce this topic. Oh, I guessed it right. Ohio State. Uh, oh, my shit. Bad. Uh, Florida, That's what three, I Wisconsin, number three. Uh, Michigan State, four. Uh, Baylor. This is a ranking by, um, I don't want to say their name because they lost all credibility putting Draymond Green as the top 10 player of the decade on defense. I mean, the best defensive player. Um, what year was this? But there's an article from Bleacher Report that did rank top 25 teams with best football and basketball. 
Mm. Um, Ohio State was number one. Ole Miss was 25. Uh, BYU, surprisingly, was in there, 24. North Carolina State, 23. Stanford, I forgot about Stanford. I could definitely see NC State. Uh, Kansas State, they always do have a decent football basketball team. West Virginia, they did always they did have a decent uh, running football basketball. Uh, Oklahoma State, Arkansas, UNC is at seventeen. Duke is at sixteen. Wow, okay. Tennessee, Duke, I forgot about Duke, Tennessee. Duke football team ain't bad. They I think they're no. doing like an average ranking of both like combined because because uh, uh, the Duke thing. Basketball definitely got them up that high. This definitely got to be recent success too. Yeah, because I'm trying to—I don't see the year on the article, but Duke and Carolina like right behind each other, 16, 17, Tennessee, fifteen, Boise State is fourteen. I didn't know they had a good basketball team. UCLA is thirteen. Michigan is twelve. Oregon is eleven. I forgot about Oregon. Louisville—I forgot. You know when they had Lamar and all them. Well, they won't really win it. True. Like that. Texas is nine. Arizona is eight. Arizona does always have a decent basketball team, but um, mm-hmm. football, football is always average. Pick. Notre Dame, seven. Their basketball team, once they came to the ACC, got a little bit better. Um, Oklahoma, six. I forgot about Oklahoma. Damn. Baylor's number five. Uh, Michigan State, four. Wisconsin, three. Florida, two. I forgot about Florida and Ohio State's one. Because Florida had that run um, with Joe, Joe Kim Noah and all them, too. And they were still decent at football at that point. Bradley Bill and yeah. 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 Al Horford. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was, Roy, that was Roy's Roy. Roy's best center in top five center. You, you did not? Are y- y'all still want to debate this? <laughs> he oh, got yeah. put on the bench though. Ooh, yeah. about to, hey, the numbers the numbers speak for themselves at this point. It's not Fuck even it. a debate. Tim's not even better debate. than Kobe. No, it's not even a debate. This nigga Roy said, I am not a basketball guy, but so once you said that <laughs> Out the window. Yeah. I, I mean, I knew I was reaching, so I had the preferences just to protect myself. Assets over liabilities, baby. No, nah, man. Stay woke. I mean, that stay woke. Okay. Marathon continues. In the class. Right. <laughs> um, you know what? Sorry, we went on this. I'm not speaking no more. I'm going to ask my girl to tweet for me. Hey, man. That seems like the thing to do for light skinned niggas. But um, toxic masculinity. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. I don't like that comeback. What you mean, Darsky? Speaking of toxic masculinity, yeah, exactly. So I saw this. It's crazy. Hey man, we got Robot Roy going on, so we don't know what you're saying, man. God damn it, you heard me. No, we really didn't. Oh, I did at least. Nobody heard you. Yeah. All right. Oh, all right well, I won't. <laughs> hey, the streets might have heard you. TMC man, but um. Toxic masculinity. So I post. <laughs> so I post. Uh, I don't know how correct these numbers are. Um, probably wrong, but hey. Uh, this post says 43% of boys. Um, <clears throat> let me get my narrator voice on. 43% of boys are raised by single mothers. 78% of teachers are females. So close to 50% of boys have 100% of feminine influence. At home, 80% feminine influence at school. Toxic masculinity isn't a problem. The lack is masculinity. All right. So basically, the question is: Does toxic masculinity equal a lack of masculinity? The floor is open. Yikes! That's the question. <laughs> right. <laughs> like uh, that's, that's, you I know, guess yeah, I, I guess I'll rephrase that. Would you equate toxic masculinity to having 
um, a lack of male influence. How about that? Because I followed I can, that up. I can I, see I that up on my post it. with that. One. Go ahead, go ahead, sir. Okay, you know, as I'm, you know, holding my son in my hand. Oh, <laughs> look at that being a father. Yay! Trying to prevent toxic masculinity. <laughs> Eat a bad boy. There we go. But thing is, it's like uh, I would say yes to the question because um, if you, I'll say, lack a like a true masculine, a healthy masculine influence, um, then you know, where your balance is off, you know, as far as your masculine and feminine and all that stuff. And if you're influenced by the toxic masculinity stereotypes out there that you perpetuate, then, yeah, that's where. You know, toxic masculinity really the stem is a lack of genuine masculinity. Good job, Sap, I think man. I think I, I agree sap, with Sap don't sap. I agree with what Sap's talking about because like I said, if you don't have a if it's just you, you growing up, you got your moms and everybody and you you trying to learn it. This is, uh, obviously doesn't apply to everybody, but in certain situations, it's like you where you're looking for a father figure or you're looking for like just like that male, especially if you don't like play sports, so you don't have a coach or something like that to kind of guide you or like feel like I want to like, emulate. I'm sorry. Huh, emulate. Um it's like you you then you start looking to the guys, maybe like if you live in the hood, shit, you might start looking up to the drug dealers or or the guys out there robbing, shooting, killing all that and start kind of drug dealers are not bad guys overall though. I was, about to, I was about to say we're that too. Drug dealers ain't always bad people. Yeah, I mean, they don't have bad. to. It's, we're not, not going to generalize not, drug dealers, yeah, man. That, that's that's not, kind of a, not, that's irresponsible, right Q. That's irresponsible, it's not, Q. It's not, it's not the fact that they're bad people, but you start to emulate that behavior. Selling drug drugs Selling drugs illegally is wrong, regardless of who is doing. Okay, but that 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 is that is not the complete behavior of a drug dealer, though. If you emulate, I can't believe I'm sitting here. If you, emulate, drug <laughs> if you emulate the drug dealing, the selling of drugs, as a kid, you grew up, you see drug dealers, so you're like, oh, okay, these niggas is making money, they got the hoes, the cars. What they got to do with masculinity, to- though? Listen to what the fuck I'm saying. And Why are you cursing, finish. sir? Why are you cursing? Because I can. It's a free country. Is it? Yes. Technically, yes. Not really, but technically. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> But no, nevertheless, you grow up and, you, and that's what you start to see. So you start to emulate that, that side of the behavior. So you don't have that male figure in your life that kind of shows you the correct route to go as far as how, you, how you're growing up. So you, you get that, I'm a, I mean, fuck bitches get money mindset or just fuck bitches in general type situation going on from just what you're learning from the streets or from TV because what you see on TV, especially nowadays with kids where social media is social media. So that's what they see. They they don't they see those type of behaviors and stuff like that. You don't see the good stuff on social media a lot of the times. So it can't equate, like I say, it don't always carry over in every situation, but yeah. They'll be coming for drug dealers like that though, man. They're not all bad guys, man. All drug some, dealers. Some some drug dealers are pillars. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, don't that's do true. That, I, I legit. I, no, no, no. no. We're not gonna do that. Like no, most. The, the, no, my upbringing was around <laughs> drug dealers. Them niggas are not bad guys all the time. Wrong no. air. Wrong air. Nigga, what? I didn't say yeah. I was a drug dealer yeah, and okay. participating. But no, but I'm saying like most drug dealers get a bad rap as far as being bad people. All right, you roboting right now, so we just gonna keep that you, moving. You so. was the first nigga I knew 
with a gold chain. <laughs> First of all, that's a lie because you had a gold chain before I did. But anyway, and you, um, and you had a sidekick. First, I didn't have any. I didn't have. I didn't have gold chains in high school, so that's. Hey, that's nice. hey, hey. Hey, the drug dealer's invested in Kyle's future, and look where he is now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, but no, being serious, really though. Bad guys. Most most drug dealers on some real are like niggas in the community that look out for young niggas that try to get young niggas not to do what they're doing. So that whole misnomer of all drug dealers being bad, they doing wrong as far as what they're doing to make their money. But as far as what they do in the community, a lot of times they tell niggas, "Don't do what I'm doing." Make sure you, they making sure you're in school. So just how you think about the old Big heads, fat. the old oh, heads like on the block, like that's what drug dealers are to like niggas our age. Them niggas was making sure we was playing football. They was making sure that niggas was going to school. If they see a nigga skipping school, they checking that nigga. Yeah. Like they, they literally might beat this nigga up because he's skipping school. <laughs> so I understand where you're coming from when you're saying what they're doing is bad. But at the same time, them niggas are actually not bad as far as for as the people's standpoint. <laughs> The stereotype. Hey man, my yeah. uncles, my uncles was drug dealers, and every time I saw them, they was like, "You doing well in school, Nick?" <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you better. <laughs> you see me? I couldn't do good in school, man. You keep doing that. I'm like, yeah, thanks, Junior. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and and yeah, then your the other uncle coming in like, they "What are y'all doing?" I mean, I did this. <laughs> but no, uh, nah, that- that's a good. That's a good point, though. Cause I mean, to that point, there's there's a lot of good in in a lot of people that people ultimately or for the like overarching perspective look at as bad, but when you break it down and see the actual activities that they're engaged in is positive and valuable. Good people, bad job. That's that's all it is. Yeah. Hey, hey. Speaking of that, did y'all any of y'all see the um, documentary? That KD produced about something in the water. All the basketball players coming out of the DMV. No, I was no. mad because he stole it from um, Pharrell. He stole the name from Pharrell. I didn't like that. No, I didn't see it though because um, something was going on at that time. I didn't watch it. I don't remember. But I think but one of the it, verses was on, and I didn't watch it. Where, but the thing is, if you look, if you check that out, one of the coaches that actually took in a lot of people. Sorry about the baby. If but that took in a lot of the kids audience loves that the baby. Help, Oh yeah, yeah. But one of yeah, counselors for the children. But one of the uh one of the the coaches that like looked out for a whole bunch of kids, you know, unfortunately he actually got busted for like selling drugs. Kind of a spoiler alert. I know see it makes my son sad to hear this this tragedy. <laughs> but the thing is he talked he took a lot of kids off the streets, got them on the basketball court, and then they made it to the league. And what did he do? Unfortunately, he got busted for selling drugs. A Does lot that of make time, him a bad person, though? No, a lot of times it's their only means to do what they need to do to get what they need to get. But that's not right at all. But at the end of the day, I don't want to categorize drug those as bad people. Um, but to answer the question, um, at hand, I do believe that a lack of masculinity does cause toxic, toxic masculinity. Um, somebody uh, brought a point to me when I made the post. Um, I never looked at it this way. They were talking about how the whole single mother aspect of it. A lot of the a lot of women that have that are single mothers that have boys, especially if it's only one boy, they treat these niggas like kings. So when your mom's treating you like a king, you don't have to do nothing at home. Everything is given to you. When it's actually time to deal with women, you have that same mindset. Like nigga, I mean not nigga, but why are you not doing this for me? 
Like, why are you not doing it? Like, you're tr- you're downplaying and treating women bad because your whole life you was treated as a king, and you never was held responsible to treat women with respect. Never looked at it that way. I always looked at it as, um, like Key was saying uh, on my post, I was saying a lot of the dudes that I personally know that would be considered toxic, or just in general, um, just kind of like annoyingly, like over the top, are usually dudes who had played no sports. They had no real male figures in their life, so. They want that attention now, like, and they just don't know how to handle, like, relationships with women, and they, uh, they're following what they see. Uh, like, I wonder if Future has a, uh, did he have both parents or not? Because if y'all make him the king of toxic masculinity, a lot of niggas act just like him. So, I feel like I, I feel like the answer would be yes. Uh, it's a lack of masculinity, not necessarily just a thing. Finn. Yeah, I would agree with that as well. Uh, robot, robot uh, Nixon. Are you there? Oh, all right. Uh-huh. Hey man, he might be saving kids quick, right now. Make sure I did a quick cool. fact check. So mm-hmm. apparently, Future is uh, uh, In the, he, yeah. the intern did it. The intern did it, not you. The baby did it. The baby did it. Yeah, my bad. I I need to, I need to give credit where credit is due. Shout out to the intern. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> hold it. See, holding us accountable. Thing is. <laughs> He had Haitian parents, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, that in itself could have been a toxic situation. That's a good point because Mama I was speaking masculine. to somebody about this. I mean, not saying, well, let, me, let me, let me, let me, let me justify. I'm not saying that Haitian parents are bad, but, <laughs> you know, it coming from like an immigrant household, sometimes those uh, ideals the can be are... more traditional. Those dynamics can be a bit more, maybe, uh, you know, more traditionally minded. And it's like, oh, you know, it ain't like, oh, treat a woman well and, you know, try to have balance in, in your life. But it, it could just be work, make money and and, and do what you want to do. <laughs> you know, this is America. So Future probably was like, all right, change the name, became Future. You know, and now he got, what, 11 baby mamas? Hey, man. I'm going to go. Metro I'm don't a, trust you. I'm going to go a step further. You. Yeah, he is going to shoot. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to go a step further and say that it's different cultures, bro. Like, and I was talking to somebody about that uh, not too long ago. Like, basically, especially us as Americans, we kind of, like, have a blind eye to other cultures, like, other countries and, like, how their society is ran or how their society goes on about its life. And it could be vastly different from ours. doesn't make it wrong, but it's just vastly different. So, I mean, that could be the case in that situation, too. Yeah, true that, true that. Shabazz, you back? Yeah, yeah, I'm back, I'm back. Um, Whatever you did, fix your internet, so keep doing that. Yeah, I had to go talk to Cap. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Did you, get, did, you get, did you get permission from Nessa first? Yeah, yeah, me and Nessa, cool. You know, me and Nessa be going back and forth. Shout out to the bros, though. Well, that might uh, be a girl. That might be a girl soon, though. You know she leave, niggas. Oh chill. Oh, chill. Oh. I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy in my relationship. Bad. I would never. Is the door open? Yep, perfect. Yeah, no <laughs> he says the door open. <laughs> I, had sure, I had to make sure it was her. I was heard that I'm happy in my relationship. Um man, I don't agree with this uh whole toxic masculinity thing, but I ain't really here to debate it just because I agree with what y'all was talking about with it. Um my mama raised me. Y'all know me. My grandma, my aunt. 
I had my grandpa there, but he was there, but he won't. And care. you played sports, Roy, nigga. We we saw each other more than we saw our families, nigga. That, that's and I, it's that's crazy. That's the big though. component that's, of it, man. It's crazy you say that, bro. Because I was talking, I was talking to my homeboy the other day about it, and um, it was like this dude I went to church with, but playing sports it hit us from so much, bro. Like even now that I don't play sports anymore. Life feel weird. Like, I don't see what regular people look forward to all the time. Like, I couldn't imagine going through school not playing sports. Like, just going to school and doing work and then doing nothing after that? Dog. Yeah, that's just whack. When I got when I got hurt, when I got hurt in track, no, that, however long it was before I went to play football, was the worst time in school ever. Nothing to look forward to. It's just class. Big gaps or nothing to do. Class and NCAA? Yeah, pretty much. That, that's, be, that's because sports offers an objective, uh, attainable goal that, yeah, it's you, a mission. It's that, like a mission. Focus, that you can focus on and strive on. No. Um, but, I mean, regular people, some, 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 and that is very, that, that's a minority, regular people operate in the same way. But it's very, like I said, they're in the minority. Most what? people live their day as it comes and just react how, how it really how it really break down is is we talked about it before is competition we've all been playing sports a majority of our lives so we're competitive and we're used to that that comp- that competition year in year out so you go through that competing 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 and then you stop and then it's like uh all right so now what? And then you can't apply that comp- that competitiveness to what you're doing in your daily. So now you're in that situation where you're like, shit, I don't know what to do. Uh, it's boring, this, that, and the third. Until you find something to put that energy towards because you still have that that competitive itch in you. You just don't necessarily know what it is until you realize it. Because that was the same thing that happened with me after I finished running track. I didn't know what to do. Something felt missing. I was like, all right, this is weird. And then I started looking weights, and then it was like the light, the light switch clicked back on, and I'm like, "Oh, all right, that's what it was." So you, that's a lot. That's what happened a lot of times to athletes. Once you get out of your main sport, and if you, if you don't get into something else that occupies your time, because like we, like I said, we had we talked about it before, the, the scheduling for sports, and you get used to a routine and all of that stuff. We so used to that for years. Not it ain't like we just did that for one or two years. Niggas been doing this for 10, 15, 20 years of the same general type of thing and, and us playing the same sports July, August through November, October, November football. So during that time frame, we have that mindset track, same thing all the way through the summer and all that. So, and, and wrestling, I know, man, let me forget you guys. Uh, all that is in there. So once you, once you get out of that, if you're not putting, putting forth something in that general area that that you love, unless you get a job that you just 100% love, like that's, you love it. That's, that's what you want to do. You still find something in that. It's still a competitive nature in that as far as you're trying to get this goal or you're trying to get this position or you're working towards something still, regardless of the fact. But if you don't have nothing to work towards, then it's just, you're just a regular everyday nigga. Yeah. Goal and focus, bro. Goal and focus, bro. Yeah. And, exactly. the, and piggyback off what you said, Q, I know for me, because I stopped playing sports like after high school. So, you know, I, my, I, I was like real lost for a little bit. 
because <laughs> I was working out like I had a match to go to uh, <laughs> when I was in college, just like doing sprints and shit. It's like, yeah. I ain't, what am I sprinting for? I ain't got nothing to. <laughs> hey, but again, though, y'all, Denima's kids, man, y'all used to look like y'all was hostages, though, on campus. Y'all yeah, that's shell shock on um, campus, boy. And, oh, and no. that's the thing, that's the thing I was gonna get to was that uh, one thing I one thing about sports and like coming from that that uh, upbringing, you know, just playing from playing basketball in the backyard to you know Mid-range football rain sucks. <laughs> and all of that, man. You know, we used to really ball out, but like sports, you know, essentially like one showed you like teamwork to where like in the, out here in the real world, people are selfish as hell. Lord nobody Lord. give a fuck about nobody. But, you know, coming from a sports background, you can, like, you know how to at least, like, you know, work as a team, set a goal and a mission, say, we'll do this and get this done. So, like, that's one of the things with sports that definitely, like, carries with me as a non-athlete. And, and moreover, it's like, you know, we talked about just having something to work for and, like, uh, what you say, Q, just, like, that competitiveness. Like, I see that competitiveness, like, manifesting, like, you know, in a in a simpler term, it's like, yo, I just like well, in a more practical way, it's like I want to be better than you know what I was yesterday. So it's like, all right, you know, I did this experiment nice, but I want to make this shit tight and perfect. So you know, I'm gonna set this shit up back to back and do this and that. So like, like that sports competitiveness translates into just constantly trying to be better, whether it's in my profession or is as a person, you know, or even if it's trying to get back to being athletic. Like, you know, I'm not I'm not complacent. You know what I'm saying? Where, you know, a lot of people out here just, you know, complacent as hell or they don't know how to push themselves beyond the limits that they see. So, yeah. you know, like you, said, is like, like you were saying, as far as job, I always say, you know, you could you could tell the coworkers that you have that play sports and the coworkers that you have that didn't play sports. You don't, you don't have to ask them. You can just tell by how they how they move, whether Big they fact. were athletes or not. It's just as simple as that, whether it comes to like, and we ain't talking about jogging down the hallway neither. <laughs> like you put, when you put pressure on somebody, you can t- you can tell just in a heartbeat how they react to pressure if they play a sport or not. It's 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 so crazy. See, like for me anyway, seeing I don't know about you guys, but like for me seeing it, certain individuals you put pressure on them or somebody come down on them a little hard, and if for any, oh, oh my they, god, I hate they, this job. They they fold and in they, a heartbeat, and I'm like, and they and they defensive as hell. Bro, in a in an instant, it's like you don't, you're not. You, you, I can tell, like, yo. So you never played football, like you never had a coach yelling at you before, and you had to sit there and take it because take one, it. what they were telling you, eh, give or take, was right. How they were doing it, you know, may have been yeah. up in the air. But whether, you, whether you wanted to hear, and that they threw, way, you, they threw you in the woods or something because you did something wrong, Newsom. But, um, <laughs> hey, but yeah, hey, it's, we, we, we could give so many little lines of. <laughs> Of verbal abuse that Newsom has said to us that oh, was no. true, that was true. Yeah. But that shit hurt. But, but you yeah, had so to you, but you you built for it. Like that 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 builds your character. That builds how you react to situations. So when yeah. you like I said, we get into this work world, and things come at us, or a deadline comes and goes, or something happens where we knew nothing about it, and we got to react to it, or we got to get people in the right, getting people in the right positions, like de- delegating stuff. You do this, this this how we gonna get this job done. That's what we do in sports. So the people that don't play sports can't can't react that way. They don't have that. They don't have anything to to go to lean back on to, yeah. to pull. So it's they like ain't got they, no go, they got no go mode. Yeah. So they'll fold, and then you got to step in, or 
like you said, somebody getting yelled at and then they start breaking down and it's like my, my That dude. is not how you speak to your employees, Bob. It's <laughs> like, it's like he he right. Like just get your shit together. <laughs> it's, it's no, but I, 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 I understand what I did, but you don't have to project your voice at me. <laughs> but, but yeah, hey, look, if I ever see somebody break down like that, it's a wrap. I'm sorry. For real, bro. It's it's bro. crazy just like just like seeing that. But go ahead, uh, Roy. My my um uh shit. What was I about to say? The dude I work for, it worked with. It's, it's, it's not me, bro. Hey, just text, I don't know just text it to us, man. Just text it to us. <laughs> is it that bad? <laughs> so bad? Send us a voice note and I'll play it on air. <laughs> what, is, what is wrong with y'all? Kyle, I, hey, Kyle, I'm filing a formal complaint right now with your company. What I heard nothing bro. you said, but I ain't got nothing to do with it. Hello, 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 hello. A little, a little bit better, sort of. What's going on, bro? I'm literally just the same setup I always have. Hey, tell your girl to get off the Wi-Fi, bro. Bro, it's no, it's, just, <laughs> it's literally like three devices on this Wi-Fi, and it's supposed to be the best internet that's, they got. That's too too. Hey many. man, you gotta switch to that uh, to that European, uh, that international Wi-Fi. Oh. I, I see what you're doing, Sap. I see what you're doing, man. <laughs> <laughs> the lie, I don't the think lie. he was. I don't know if he was ready to go there. Yet. Oh, he just dropped. Now he's gonna make the show terrible when it. Oh, hopefully he comes back. Uh, but back to the toxic toxic masculinity, real quick though. Um, yeah. So treat your woman right. If you got a woman, if you uh, in a relationship, you know don't cheat. But if you uh, not in a relationship, let it be known so you can do what you want to do. You know, that way you're not lying to nobody. Yeah, and treat everybody treat, treat, treat everybody right, man. It ain't even that deep. And that, and treat, you yourself, treat yourself. Right. We at we at that point we at that point in life where you don't need gotta act like that. Like you you grown now. You don't need Be you, don't gotta, you, don't, hey, you don't gotta impre- you don't gotta impress your little friends. Like we grown now. Everybody yeah. everybody at this point is almost thirty and or thirty. And uh yeah. Hey man, with everything going on in the world, just wanna let y'all niggas know I love y'all, no homo. Um I will, I will love you too, Cal. I, hey, think, man. Man, I knew Sad was gonna respond, man. Like, I about to say, like Lil Wayne said, man, I love my niggas, no homo. Hey, man, I called Dion right now and told him I love. He probably be like, nigga, why you calling? Hey, man. Me? I, said, I, I said, hey, hey, man, hey, let's. I said I love you, not that I want to fuck you. Whoa, 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 whoa. That that is correct, but nobody right, went that we knew. way. Yeah, yeah, we knew. Right, we, you we being, exactly, you're being toxic we, right now, Sad. We knew exactly what you meant, Sad, when you said it. Yeah, you, 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 you being toxic right now, but you know it might be a European style that you're going for. Um, <laughs> Little international thing, like uh, yeah. SpaceX and uh, NASA know, joining to, together. <laughs> to end on a high note, uh, ah, literally I see what you did there. Uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> you know, in the midst of the COVID and you know the 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 heightened climate with uh, you know all the the just the the people out here protesting. You know, some really nice news happened was that the uh, United States. Uh, launched a spacecraft for the first time uh since 2011 ever, ever. oh my bad no no 2011 2000. yeah yeah never mind my bad <laughs> well, they so uh for the first time since 2011 uh the united states uh launched some humans into space uh with a uh you know from american soil americans from space into america like from american soil so that was pretty cool uh NASA collaborated with uh, SpaceX, which is a, which is a, 
is a kind of a it's a private company that's owned by uh, what's my guy's name? Elon Musk. Elon the South Musk. African Canadian billionaire. <laughs> Shout out to uh PayPal. Yeah, man. So that that's that was pretty dope. You know, did y'all get a chance to check that out or see that in your feed or anything? I was watching it live, man. You know, that's my thing, like space and all that type of stuff. Um yeah, it's cool, man. I, I really enjoyed it just because of the whole if you if you look at SpaceX program versus NASA's um wildly different of the development. Cause you know NASA even it's not a government agency, technically. It's still private. It just works with the government. But they're a little bit more methodical with their approach to things. Like it takes them a long time to research and test. Where SpaceX, them boys they out there just shooting rockets off. I think they started in like two thousand like eleven or something like that. So we um, so we so we renamed them future. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's, um, that's solid. But no, so they 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 they're pretty uh, radical with their stuff. Like their whole goal is to be the first to Mars to be the first to get the first man on the moon. And actually, they Some said that, say they, that actually NASA said they're trying to. Uh, well, for, se- there's several humans that been on the moon, fam. During the time when you uh, won't hear, he didn't. Uh, it, so. No, it's okay. That ain't the case, you know, but we ain't gonna go there yet. We're not gonna go there. Either way, they they said their their plan. The reports are they're planning a second, another moon landing uh, in 2024. So we can all, uh, you know, take a observe look it that. this time. But yeah, they they said that the Bush <laughs> high, administration, hey, hey, in high definition, <laughs> yep, HD. We can see all the aliens. But no, they said uh, both Bush administrations actually wanted to go back, but they couldn't secure the funding for it. Um, so. Mm-hmm. But no, it's cool because uh, their whole goal is to get people to Mars. And the coolest thing to me of that whole thing when they uh, launched it, if you ever watch the space launch before, you'll see that the rocket goes up. The main capsule uh, kind of just keeps moving in space while everything else just falls, like the rocket, the afterburners and all that stuff. Where what they did is their whole thing is to try to have reusable rockets. Like you don't have to wait three months to relaunch again. So oh, wow. if you noticed, um, if you didn't watch it, what happened was they had the main component go up. Um, they shot them out to space and then they pretty much sent the main rocket back to the ocean to like a little small base and it landed right back on that base so they can use it again. So theoretically, next week, if they wanted to relaunch another um, rocket, all they got to do is just refuel, put the rocket on top of it, go back because the main part of that uh, rocket is coming right back down um, and landing. And I found a funny meme about that. Um, it was a picture of Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, not Ryan Tannehill, what's the uh, blue from Chicago? Um, Trubisky, Mr. Trubisky, yeah, Mitch. Jump. yeah, dude, wide open when they played against the Raiders. It was like Elon Musk can land a, a rocket ship in the middle of the ocean, precisely, and this nigga can't hit this person. <laughs> and it was like literally like a 15 yard wide open receiver just with his hands open in the air. But that's just <laughs> the point. But yeah, it's cool. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was kind of mad it got scrubbed on Friday, um, and I was a little kind of upset too with the um, not even upset. I was kind of I knew it was going to happen. I was kind of annoyed. With the people like don't let the space uh <laughs> don't let the space rocket ship distract <laughs> you. I'm like, yo, come on, man. Like these two things, like first of all, this rocket thing been in plans for years. Like, don't, don't, don't do that this time, man. Come on, man. Let somebody enjoy something. But yeah, man. So just hopefully they return safely. They got out of here at the perfect time. Um, <laughs> so not a day late. Yeah, and, and also the so previously, you know, so the question is like, oh, everybody's wondering that ain't asked, you know, well, you know, what was happening 
were people still going to space? And yeah, they were. And the Russians were out here sending, uh, doing the shuttles to the International Space Station. Um, yeah. And the United States was essentially paying Russia $85 million a seat over, to go back and forth. So, you know, and now we can. Up there too. Oh, sending people? Mm-hmm. Chris Hatfield. Um... Have you ever seen like a YouTube video of a, uh, like a dude in space doing some cool scientific experiment? White guy with a mustache, Canadian. Oh yeah, yeah. word. I believe he's Canadian. Um, let's see. He might be Canadian, but I, I don't know this to be true. Maybe he was launched up there by the Russians. It might be. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, you know this that that's pretty that's pretty positive. That's pretty nice. And I think the ultimate goal, or he's like Canadian. like y'all said, is to go to Mars, but also to make space travel commercial. So, you know, once, uh, you know, SP, uh, you know, make all his millions and Roy, you know, take over, uh, you know, the sports world, then they can just have private uh, PJs going to uh, to the moon and back. To you can prove, prove the cue. Pro- <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't doing nothing until Cal give me some Wi-Fi. <laughs> what your Wi-Fi got to do with me, brother? But yeah. it's your fault. I, don't, I shouldn't be having to be interrupted during the show. Dealing with Whatever you. you did, you sound perfectly fine now. So yeah, don't, don't blame your, your, your technical Listen, difficulties. Nah, you, on, no, no, it's your fault. I don't know how. I've never been in your house, sir. It's your. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't going to put you out there, but. Never been to your house. All right. So I, I, I don't know what you're speaking of. You ain't never been here, but damn it, you, you be, you've been a real integral part of my internet experience. <laughs> This man eluded it. <laughs> to the untrained ear. It sounded like it gave him some bootleg internet. <laughs> like, nah, never that. We don't do fraud around here. Shout man. out to city, shout out to city girls. But yeah, uh, shout, shout out, out to Chrome TV. Damn. Damn. <laughs> 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 fan, 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 he doing so he doing fraud, he doing fraud out here. I feel like it's I feel like it's warranted uh-huh. at this point. Hey, you know you know the vibes, Cormio. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he probably going crazy right now. Probably. That's... I ain't even look. I ain't been on IG. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, what's what's his uh what's his IG? Did we but, block um, him? Is he still up there? This is kind of blocked him. Nobody blocked. I don't know about that. But um, this is kind of off the topic. Well, but somebody kind of presented this question page, to me, so, so I wanted to just take. Hey, Roy, 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 can you not hear SP? I can't hear that fool. No, I can't hear. Okay, all right. So SP's talking right now. We'll let you know when he's done. Okay. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you was talking smooth over it. Like, no fucks given. Like, no. Like, I don't care. What he, was talking, and he was talking before you, too. That's what yeah. made it bad. Go ahead, SP. I can't even, I can't even oh, hear him. But, um, so, like, the question was basically Would you rather go into outer space or go into the deep sea? I feel like that was pretty. that was a pretty interesting question because they both. Present their own dangers. So what? Which one? I'll, would you like? to, I'll probably go to space because if I'm gonna suffocate, at least I'll suffocate out space instead of in deep ocean. Yeah, yeah. If I if I'm gonna die, and it's kind of sad that I'm basing this off of you know which <laughs> which way to die because because no guarantee one way. But if I'm gonna die, if I'm gonna go to, I'd rather go to space because that way I'll die instantly instead of like drowning for a little bit of time. And like having my head explode or some shit. Right? Yeah, I'm just a, freeze. Oh yeah. I would, I would, I would realistically not want to do either of them. But 
if I had to, I would definitely go to space because, like everybody's saying, you like that, you go instead of drowning yeah. and, and whatnot. And yeah, you got time to sit there and think about everything. Like, damn, did I leave the oven on? So, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, hold on. Well, yeah, yeah. I just went to Crumb TV's page. Oh, yeah. I, first, fir- first one got me out of here already. So. <laughs> The tattoo, it's a yeah. picture of George Floyd uh, with a shirt off. Um, and I don't know if that's him or not. It looked like him. Uh, I have to do more research to check and see if that was actually the same tattoo. But it says the tattoo on George Floyd uh, has on his chest is a well-known Freemason emblem of Ordo Ab Chow, which is Latin for Order of Chaos. Oh. <laughs> then if you keep scrolling... Randomly pops up with a picture of a um of a spine, and it says um, the occult and anal sex. And at that point, I'm done. Yeah, that was pretty uh pretty out of pocket there. Yeah, yeah. He does have a picture of all these white people looting though. Yeah, the media oh, says oh, employee. Oh yeah, well, you know even... he's gonna do that. Yeah, that's that's, that's just what he do. Yeah, thanks. Then they got a picture of this black kid with sharp teeth and look a little spooky. Yeah, that's that's when I uh, uh, I went out. I was like, no, nah, I gotta go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I want I want no parts of that. But uh, yeah. Roy would really appreciate this uh this this Nipsey post here. I think maybe. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Nevertheless, yeah, he, he out here doing what he what he do. Oh, what is this Iron Man? They steal everything. Apparently, there was an Indian Iron Man. Oh, really? I'm sorry, a, a Native American Iron Man. The real Captain America. I don't know. It's just a picture. I'll send it to the chat. Yeah, no, nah, Captain America. He 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 probably the most racist superhero of them all. It was like he was we, like in the forties or something like that, right? When was we like, can go through that on another, uh, on another day, though. Hey, one thing we need to stop doing too is reposting videos from like five years ago. I'm saying that it happened yesterday. That has you to stop. It's oh, misinformation. Oh, you, you know, talking about in general? Yeah, I'm talking about with all the writings and stuff that and the people getting killed and all that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was we as in black people. Again, like when I, all right, when I say we, I don't mean us as far as that. But when I said they, I did mean Roy and Jamel Hill. But when I was talking about we, I was talking about us because we don't even post stuff like that. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, because a lot I've been seeing a lot of old posts, and I'm like, yo, I saw that. Like I saw one video, dude getting shot in Brooklyn, and it was from like a year ago, maybe, maybe two. Yeah. People don't research. They 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 it's just repost and keep moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. gotta be responsible. Even a, a lot of them, a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of those looting videos and stuff like that. The same in that same ballpark and stuff that just, just happened previously that are just resurfacing yeah. and don't nobody realize it. Yeah, I saw one video. that jump was like, uh, "Cops arrest black man on false identity." Found out he was a uh, FBI agent. Dude wasn't even an FBI agent. <laughs> and the video was from two years ago. It was in Minneapolis. Like two years ago, and you can tell it won't now because there was on the outside diner, and people was actually back there eating in the back, and he was just like, "Yo," <laughs> he was like, "Yo, look," he was like, "Yo, take take your, take my handcuffs off, da, da, da. whatever they took it off." He was like, "No, look at my look." At, he was like, "Now look at my ID and see what." Happened. Yeah, exactly. That's not yeah. You feel stupid now, right? You feel stupid, and dude was like, "Oh, oh I'm sorry, I'm sorry." He's like, "Yeah, you are sorry. Where your supervisor at?" And then he starts talking to the supervisor, and then. Like the next day in real life, what happened was that video surfaced, and then the chief or something like that came out and said the guy was not an FBI agent. So, <laughs> and the That's guy true. wasn't even arrested. They said the dude was arrested. I'm like, yo, 
you can see the dude clearly get unhandcuffed and was like, yeah, I'm going to talk to your supervisor. But, I mean, hey. Got to start all researching about the something. Clicks, man. All yeah. about the, I mean, but that's the difficult part. It's like, you you can try to research, but, you know, like, most people ain't going to really know how to do that. I know. I even don't know how to tell if, a, if something is real or fake, if it's like a video or something. You want to see a clip and yeah. you keep it moving. You know, it's too much hey, information. Hey, that's quick, why I try not to post. But, like, quick if little, I don't know. Quick little drop that I just seen here. Um, from the desk of the director of athletics at uh, Hampton University, Eugene Marshall Jr. Don't nobody I'm care not, about him. They're not to me at I'm, I'm not reading any of it, but the last line says, "Let's start now because all lives matter." Capital bold, wow. capital, all capital letters. Out of touch. They are kicked out of the HBCU club. Fuck Hampton. I mean, Huck Hampton. Not <laughs> 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 in front of the baby. <laughs> but now, no, yeah. Baby. This is this this is pretty by the pocket. North State would never. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, hell no. No, no, North State John would have started off like first off. I'm sorry. First and foremost, <laughs> would literally say first off, comma. Oops, I'm sorry. Would never. <laughs> but no, that's that's wild. That's wild. This this all while we own it. This all lives matter stuff be popping up every blue moon. Not blue moon, but every every couple of hours you see somebody post something about something or whatever the case may be. But uh. I, it's not a, it's not equating black lives see, being more my, than anything. Yeah, yeah. My, my, the thing, the, the situation where I, I keep saying is, it's not that we we all know that all lives matter. We understand that, but no, no, all, we, we we know it, but they don't know it. Yeah, but all the lives currently aren't in trouble. There is only one section of lives that are that need help right now. So you keep continuously saying that kind of and. Being that all, black lives are part, black lives and white lives and Asian and all the lives, if you put them in all, when one is in trouble, all the people need to come together. So you can't say all lives matter when somebody say black lives matter, but then you're saying it to counteract when realistically you're saying the same thing. And who the hell is breathing so hard? It's Roy. Uh, no, it's it's SP then, I guess. It, probably it's the frogs <laughs> in the backyard. I'm sorry. Oh, frogs? SP <laughs> seven. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's that's not like somebody breathing heavy as hell. But no, uh, yeah, it's like it's. I seen an analogy that said uh, I think it was a video that was talking about the. Uh, <laughs> I think yeah, it was a video of this white girl. She was like all the uh, house burning. Yeah, it was like all the houses in the neighborhood are burning. I mean, one house is burning, and then other, her other self was saying that. Uh, what about all the other houses? Yeah, but it's it's yeah, it's not that. Yeah, she was lives, like, it's not that all lives don't matter. It's just there are only one subsection sub section of lives that are currently in trouble so you saying that is is counterproductive when you're trying to push the same narrative you're trying to act like you care but then well are they trying to are they trying to push the same narrative they're just trying to act they're trying to act like they care basically they're 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 still pushing the narrative they want to with all lives which is all lives which realistically is still to me any living human breathing even living i'm sorry even any breathing living human being that life does matter because you were put here on the earth to do whatever you do, if you believe in that. Now, at the end of the day, Todd is not getting shot at like Tyrone. So, 100%. it's different. But the video you were referring to, though, um, you didn't do it justice at all. So, <laughs> it was a white girl. She was like, hey, my house is on fire. Then her uh, her neighbor, will call her Karen, or herself as Karen, said, hey, but what about my house? And then she was like, no, but my house is on fire right now. Can somebody help me? And then she was like, well, there's other houses in this neighborhood. And she was <laughs> like, but my house is on fire. She was like, 
don't, don't all houses matter? <laughs> Pretty much. So it's kind of like the back and forth made it hilarious because every time she went back to the other person, it literally doubled down like, okay, what about me or what about everybody else? So it's crazy. Crazy. I saw somebody post about that saying that it's, it's a lot of people with what about me syndrome. Yeah. yeah. It's like you you aren't there, you're fine. Like it ain't nothing ain't nothing going on with you. Why are you like that's that that's not even the sense. It's just like attention. Like you, you they got an attention attention like they want the attention when somebody is on somebody else, so they want it. Hey, I'm over here. Hey. Like we like under okay. we, we understand ain't nothing going on with you. Like you you good, son. Like let's I got let's on times. I'm wearing Tom's right now with a swoof on my hair. Hey. I feel like a big big issue though is that capitalism drives societal change. It drives society in general. And a lot of capitalism is if not this, then that. It's either, you know what I'm saying, A or B. There is yeah. no other options. So that tri- nuance. Exactly. So, so lack of nuance. It, it trickles into politics, it trickles into other facets. Of society, yeah. Hey man, this is the last thing I'm gonna say. Anytime you got Nike and Adidas sharing each other's posts, you know it's real. Crazy, bro. Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon stopped uh, showing sh- showing shows yesterday for eight minutes, and however long uh, he was getting nailed on. Who was oh, owned wow. by Vi- hey. who was owned by Viacom? So did BET and MTV do the same thing? Uh, I don't know. But I, I saw Nickelodeon. Oh, just just to kind of to last little piggyback. So we talk about the all lives matter, how they just trying to undercut and, and do they really care about what's happening? What about those voices that are uh, proclaiming that? Well, look at black on black violence. Let's not forget about that. What about those people? I argue that they also are the ones kind of just trying to undercut the whole situation. Yeah, the the point that that's not the point. The point is what what's going on currently when you try to like you said undercut or bring something else in to muddy up this point then you're bringing something in to like i said to muddy up to ignore what's going on that's something that's a topic that can be discussed 100 percent, but that's not what's going on right now that's not what I we're mean, talking about right now pretty much so, so mr uh mr black on black violence Okay, black on black violence does happen. We we don't say that it's not happening. We don't condone it. But at the same time, black on black violence is not what we're talking about. We're talking about the killing of unarmed black men yeah. from it's like, cops, like saying, predominantly it's white. It's, it's a def- it's a def- it's a deflection. Like you you deflecting right. talking about the actual issue and bringing up something else. Yeah. Let us take care. Let us take care of our house, and you worry about what y'all doing. But yeah, like, like, we'll, we'll take black, care of the black on black thing. We'll yeah. take care of that at some point. Like we, we're talking about it. Yes, that's gonna happen regardless. We, you're in the neighborhood, like we were talking about the other day. You're you're in the neighborhood. We're all together. So statistically, that's just what's going to happen. You you're around a set of people. Things are going to happen that involve that the set of people that you're around. But when you get it from the cop side, the thing when cops start killing black folk, most of the time it's white cops. And when you have white people killing black people. Usually, there's racial tensions involved. There's, it, it wasn't just some random stuff going on. Cer- certain instances, yes, but the, I'm sure more than 50% of the time, there's something going on that just it quite isn't right. You know what I want to do, yo? I just want to talk to a racist. Well, I, don't, I really don't personally want to. I just want somebody, because I might not be able to pose myself. I just want somebody to look at racist in the face, like, yo, why do you hate me? <laughs> Flat out. Because if you say, this is our country, no, it's not. 
you're probably from Scandinavia, so like, yeah, I don't, I don't think <laughs> like what is, what is the rhyme or reason of what, what where does your hate come from? Because no normally, when you actually hate something, you actually have a rhyme or reason of why you feel that way. There's a something. there's a general, especially nowadays. Like back in the day, you're that's what it was. But like now, we're we're so far from removed from from then. It's like besides like, you being taught that, like what? Yeah, what, like why, you why what you got? Just uh, you can't say that you can't say that. Besides though, bro, because that is the exact root and origin. I mean, it's passed, like it's passed down teachings. Yeah, but it's like it's whether indirectly or directly. Yeah, it's like you haven't been putting more than likely in those situations because if you racist, you're not even around black people. You're not trying to be around black people, so you don't even interact with black folk. You just see what you see on TV or what your media uh, decides to put out about what's going on. So it's like you you don't even have an actual reason to why why is this why is this like this. Let alone most of the time, it's like you you racist, but you you like a sport, a football team or a basketball team where most of the niggas is black. Don't root for the Panthers right now. Teddy Bridgewater is black. Don't root for them. Like, yeah, yeah, but it's I, not about <laughs> liking or it's really not about liking or disliking a person, but it's just, you know, thinking of people in narrow or in specific ways. Yeah. So it's like, they play football, they eat fried chicken and they shoot each other. They do drugs and they fuck. What else do I need to know? I mean, like that's that's the racism right there. You know, it's well, not like I, oh, I, I like I, this. I like this Negro over here. He does all the things I expect Negroes to do. You know what I'm saying? It's like no, it's 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 not about liking or disliking, really. Hey man, that would be an interesting conversation. Like you said, it, it's a, it was one. It would be one that I would like to have, but in the same token, I could I would get to. I would, I can get, I can do it for a while. I got a composure in myself that I would be able to do it. Nah, it'll reach a breaking point. But initially, cause I, I talk to, to certain individuals that have complete opposite views of mine, not specifically uh, to the extreme that we're going. But I don't know. I'm, that's just me. I understand you guys are different, but still, nevertheless, it's just yeah. That would be an interesting conversation. Yeah, it's hard for me to have conversations with Roy sometimes. So I know I couldn't talk to a racist. <laughs> so. I mean, but the thing is, like, just a oh, sorry, real quick, just a, like that conversation you you thinking about, Cal. Just mm-hmm. uh, if you listen to that uh, Breakfast Club and Rush Limbaugh interview, you'll realize it. that okay, you see how they speak in two completely different languages, two completely different languages. What, to it, where it's like, what it was, it, it can't understand. So, I, what it was it is to understand. Th- this is what that was, and. I want to go back to how I had to learn uh, for one of my jobs about communication styles. And that was a, a, a typical, a typical example of communication styles and not listening. Charlemagne had his objective. Yeah. He was he, no matter what he said, he was going to always go back to, well, what does that have to do with, uh, you know, how, how can we stop racism or that? What does it have to do with people? Killing or Charlemagne, yeah. yeah. Charlemagne had his thing. He was very like aggressive with it more than normal. Whereas Rush Limbaugh is the victim. He's playing like, hey, I, what are you talking about? You tell me, you help me out. How how am I supposed to help this out? I don't know what you're talking about. He's playing like the ignorant role of that, right? But both of them are trying to be that dominant person in the conversation. So you have two people that are trying to be alphas in two different ways. So it was a lot of them saying the same thing, but not saying it at all. Charlemagne was harping on the same exact point and show was rushed so the conversation was literally 26 minutes of nothing yeah like it was, 20, it was 26 minutes of nothing 
And like it comes down to it, and that's why I said having a conversation without racist in a calm way. Literally just find out, hey, what's the problem? Why why do you hate me? And the thing is, you we probably gotta almost refrain from calling or referring to that person as a racist. Yeah, like, hey, like what's your problem? Like, you like what's your problem with me? <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing, like like when you have those type of conversations, you can't You can't bring emotion into it. Yeah, because they, they were both pretty much set in their stance. And the bad part is Charlemagne normally is calm. He asks crazy outlandish questions, but as far as his demeanor and how he acts, he's calm with what he does. He was still calm, but it was more aggressive than normal, if that makes yeah, sense. So like, yeah, like you said, so it's, you can tell he was a little, you can tell, if you can tell that somebody's more aggressive, then yeah. He was more, he was like dismissive, like you ain't listen to me anyway. And that was before he even said anything. Like before Rush even got in there, Charlemagne already had that, all right, this is not going to go well. Yeah. And then Rush started doing all his old, like, I don't know what's going on. Da, 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 da. And that's what made it worse for him. Yeah. And, and, then, and then Rush, Rush kind of like, so like you said, like Charlemagne, Charlemagne, honestly, and, and a little bit of envy came with their preconceived leading yeah. type things uh, I, of white supremacy. And Rush is like blind to white supremacy because he don't believe in that, right? Yeah, he said, well, we can't stop anything to white, white supremacy. What is white supremacy? That is a left wing. That's a left wing. I don't believe in that. And the thing is, Rush came came back with the, so what What can we do to not make you so angry? <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Like, okay, There we go. We're done. We're done. He's he's trying to push the angry on all black people and the people in the room. And you guys made that. So, so it's just like, come on, son. Like, we're that they it's hard, it's gonna be hard to have that genuine conversation. I don't know why they agreed to it, man. Yeah, clashes, but, listen, that, but yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much clicks. But now, one thing we we said a second ago, we was talking about uh communication and understanding. A lot of the times, the white folk that don't want to understand, they don't one they don't understand because they have they don't have the black people behind them that will allow them to want to know. Like if you get if you're a white guy and you you got I'm black friends, but not I ain't talking about coworkers. I'm talking about people that like would be in your wedding as your best man or in that cir- circle or like people that would be like your god your kid's godfather or something like that type of close. If you got that with you, more than I'm gonna say 95 percent of the times, you're going to you're not gonna be an all lives matter person or uh well I don't believe in this this cause or whatever the case may be because that's that directly affects you because that's your man's so when he's hurting or something going on you could talk to him and you can hear that hear that hurt in his voice or the pain in his voice when he's talking about certain situations so you understand the folks that don't have that behind them that have never really had been around black people or don't have black friends like legit friends like that they don't care because they don't, they're, that's not, it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't affect them. They're not around it. So it doesn't, they don't really care. But once you put, once you connect to somebody that's of another race and something affects them, then it affects you. And that's what, that's what happened with a lot of, a lot of the uh, white folk out there now that they keep pushing the other side of the spectrum. Like anytime you bring something up where black on black crime, or you talk about uh, Floyd's death and then you go straight to, well, the looters. Like that ain't, I'm not talking about that. We can agree that the looting part of this is, is fucked up. That's that's perfectly fine. I don't got no problem with that. But we're talking about the officers and the death, or even when they say all officers aren't bad. We know all officers aren't bad. But in the same token, I heard it earlier, if you got an apple orchard and seventeen of the apples in the orchard are bad, 
and every time you every other apple you pick is bad, you're gonna say there's something wrong with the entire orchard. And it's the same, it's the same overall thing for cops. Like we understand all you niggas ain't bad, but especially for us, we don't we don't know if you're bad or not. So the initial thought when we see a cop is we're not thinking he's a good guy. We don't know what's going on. So too deep we we get into that defensive mode. Like, unless we already know you, like, if Officer Sat pulls up, we know him. So we, we have a different demeanor to where if uh, Jim Bob, the officer, pulls up, we like, all right, we don't know him. I don't, I don't know him. I don't know what, what, what his stance is on certain things. So defense mode, like, all right, I got to I gotta be in that, type of, in, in that type of lane. So, like I said, it's not that all officers are bad. We know that's not the case. We just we just don't know. We don't know which one. It's, there's no label above you that says good officer, bad officer. So, for us black folk, most of the time we look at it as we don't know you. All right, your label is bad officer until proven otherwise. Because I'm not going into this thinking you're a good guy, and then I'm trying to be lax and calm, and next thing you know, I'm on the ground. Yeah, true that. <laughs> Finn. I don't know. The last thing I'm going to say, uh, I just seen this picture. It said, uh, protect innocent black boys the way you protect guilty white boys on trial for rape and murder. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that's not going to happen. It's not, but... It's not going anywhere. Yeah, like, but uh, it's crazy. It's, cr- it's crazy. Kids getting killed. It's all, it's all uh, the way crazy. Yeah, kids getting killed out here, but in the same token, like I said, these white boys out here, they go to school, they can't, they, they can't go to jail because... They, uh, it'll, it'll ruin their lives after they out here murdering and like raping and all types of <laughs> pillaging and all types of random stuff. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, it's 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 crazy. And I don't think I don't think it's over yet as far as everything that's going on. I really do wish niggas would stop looting. If you want to fuck some shit up, and that's what you just fuck some shit up. But the stealing part of that is is counterproductive. And then that one video, Kyle, that you had, you had posted with uh, the military dude, that's yeah. like shit like that. That made like, me mad, dog. That pissed me off. Yeah, like shit like that is what the white folk go to. Like when they're gonna post some shit, they're gonna post that. See, those and, are probably- and they're gonna use and they're gonna use that as a like an overall, like this is overall. Like you out here, like for for what? Those, those you, are probably not, the niggas. They're not protesting. Those they are rioters. They're not protesting. You're not yeah, out those, there. Those are probably the niggas that cause all different types of trouble in school and in neighborhoods. Hundred percent. You, you can tell how they how they were acting. That it was like you just out there joking, talking shit. Because they weren't even joking. Yeah, you can't like you can't do nothing. It's like, bro, just like what the fuck are you doing? This if you're in the, you're in the military, you have a job to do. Those are, that specific individual. He's black dude. He in the military. I'm assuming they probably part of the national guard. They were sent out there to do what they had to do. He didn't do anything. He was just standing there blocking the way. That's what he had to do. He's He's a father military, protect and serve, regardless of the fact. Cool. That's what he, that's what he do. We we need the people. We need people to do that because if not, the world would be in chaos. But for for him, for the dudes that were there, talking all that big shit, it's like, bro, what for for what? You're not you're you just think he's just gonna like take his uniform off and drop his gun and be like, you know what? Fuck y'all. Like no, <laughs> like he. he <laughs> yeah, under- y'all right. Come on, man. He, uh, yeah. everything that they were doing, he understands one hundred percent. But being that he was at work, he couldn't interact with that side of things. He couldn't. He couldn't get involved with the protest because one, the nigga was at work. We don't. You don't know what. You don't know his stance. You don't know anything about him. You don't know what he believes in. He could have been one hundred percent 
black power to the fullest. He decided to be in the military, and his squad decided to be the one that got chosen to do the National Guard shit that day. But like I said, that's that's the stuff that that when, excuse me, that's the stuff that when they start looking for looking for things to uh, nitpick at, that video is gonna pop up. They go like, well, look at this, or look at uh, look at these types of situa- other situations like that. And it's like, bro, you 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 being counterproductive to the the entirety of what we're trying to get accomplished here. Well, you got to look at it. I think my thing is you got to look at it like this, bro, because I feel like um, there's two different parties at fault for the situation that you're talking about as far as the looting and rioting, um, being violent, etc. You have, I nah, this is just personal opinion, not um, fact. You have two, you have one side of people who have been placed there specifically don't know who the person is the individual is or group that placed them there um don't know what the ultimate objective is for them but i feel like they placed those people in there to be destructive to undermine the true message behind the protests now in addition to that you have the young folks you have your brads you have your karens you have your megans who are out there um, younger people who are fed up with the country, not necessarily, and it may or may not be um, fed up with um, civil unrest, or they could just be fed up with the country in general. Um, but they are acting violent. I mean, you've you if you look back in history, you have those type of individuals um, back during the Vietnam War and those type of protests like you have those type of individuals who aren't necessarily planted there to for that objective but they're there and they're angry and their emotions are running so high that they're just being destructive and they don't have any leadership Bro, to guide even, them even with the destructive part I, like if the people that are there is throwing shit through buildings and fucking shit up they're doing that and still stuff yeah like if you go if you do that i mean i'm not gonna say that's fine but that's fine but the people that are going in there, like I see, I seen on the news, cats running out of Foot Locker with four or five boxes of shoes in his hand. Like that specific person, like you aren't out there protesting. You just knew niggas was looting, and you were like, all right, we they gonna be here. This store out there, we gonna hit this store. You not you not helping the cause at all. Looting, fucking shit up because you're a- angry. That's one thing. That's fine. Yeah. Like you said, people get yeah, fed you know, up. Yeah, you know, because you uh, throw controllers and stuff. You know? People get yeah, people get fed up. <laughs> people, people get you get fed you get fed up with shit. So you you just want to fuck some shit up. All right, all right cool. White people do it all the time, and they be happy after Stanley they be happy Cup after Stanley after Stanley Cup victories and and football hey, bro, championships and shit like that. Bro, the the hockey I was in Boston and the, and the hockey team won. I was in that, and they turned over a bus. I was like, what the fuck. Yeah, so all that, like, so yeah, so stuff like that that goes on, yeah. But like, when you're actually physically stealing, like it's like, all right, you, you can't. I, I don't understand how you can believe in all right, uh, no justice, no peace, or I'm pro black, or I'm here for this cause. But in the same token, you in the store picking up three shirts and a pair of jeans because somebody broke the glass. Like it, it but doesn't, also, it doesn't equate. I think these are two different conversations, really, that unfortunately, because of how the, the media is set up and, and portrays things, you know, conflates them into one. 
they'll say, oh, there was a protest that turned into a riot as if those same people who were oh, yeah, protesting and making speeches and yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. encourage, trying to organize were th- then said, okay, I'm angry and tired now. Let's go rob a... Robert, oh, he dropped the baby. Oh, <laughs> he dropped the baby. Oh man, I hope he didn't drop the baby. No man, uh, I right. these fucking cats, man, out here pull the light. Self dropped the baby. <laughs> I'm gonna add a crying baby. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We're gonna, we're gonna never get. We gonna, we gonna have to. We gonna have to continue this conversation another night. I'm joking. I ain't gonna do that, man. I ain't gonna do that. Yeah. That's funny. Oh man. But yeah, so like you like you were saying though, it's it's there's a it's a specific. They're separate. The protesters yeah, are protesting. The, yeah. the protesters are protesting. The rioters and looters are doing that yeah. side of the, the thing. Most of the time, they are the same. And they'll, they'll be like, "Oh, protests get violent." It's like, no, there were protests, and at the same time, people were taking advantage to. Mm, yeah. uh, to to loot, which gets to SP's point of the capitalism is like it's either one it's it's either one or the other. It's they take away the nuance to see that people are just taking advantage because if we got people to realize and see and and recognize what taking advantage of something looks like, huh? Mm-hmm. Maybe they might realize where they're being taken advantage of in their lives, and we just can't have that. And to top all of this off, we're still in the middle of a global pandemic. Uh, niggas ain't been to work. Excuse me. In three months, some people right. waiting on a second stimulus check that ain't gonna come. So all of that, a lot of that anger build up as far as the anger side, not the actual looting, because niggas ain't looting grocery stores to get food and stuff. Yeah, that's so, my biggest thing. Like y'all grabbing like eighty-five inch TVs, yeah. pulling up in U-Hauls and all that. Like, come on. Are, are we really surprising in the U-Haul? So, <laughs> no, no. Like, for real, in New York, they were really it's, cramming buildings with U-Hauls. Yeah, SP. It's not a surprise. It's not a surprise because one, this this happens every this happens every time. This isn't a a, a one off situation. Every time riots and stuff yeah. break out, there's always looting. I I don't want to say they go hand in hand, but realistically, they they go hand in hand because there's always gonna be somebody with a uh that mentality, opportunistic, of, mind, opportunistic yes, mindset. That's what I was looking for. Yes, exactly. Opportunistic yeah. mindset where all right, we out here riding. I mean. Uh, Riding people breaking stuff. Oh well, shit! That glass broke. Let me let me buff this, and then the next person get that two hundred fifty thousand dollar watch. Uh, and then and next thing you know, anybody, go ahead. Anybody got that Rolex in four K? Let your boy know. <laughs> yeah, hey, but nah. if y'all, hey, if y'all come across any uh, mysteriously cheap Playstations or Xbox, don't take it because if uh, them companies doing right and they got that MAC address, you might be a target. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah how at like Apple. Sure. Hey, and I seen the Apple Store get broken into on the news. Hey, and with Apple, well, well, you can't do nothing with the iPhone for real because you got the MEI number and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But people Apple ain't thinking about that. I feel like, yeah, ain't no, people ain't initially thinking about that. They just going in there wilding out. Like I said, they not they're not thinking, so they just in there doing what they do. But yeah, like I said, overall, trying to make a flip though. Yeah, if we can, if we can somehow limit the looting part of of this, it'll help out a lot. I think because it won't. It'll give it won't give the uh, white people essentially it won't give them what to harp on because like I said they all they're harping on the looting compared to talking about the actual issue at hand. But the thing is that that's that that is the ultimate issue because uh, because like the protest and the looting are separate and I've seen on several different 
you know, feeds and posts people who are protesting, stopping people from looting or stopping people from breaking. But that's not going to be the story because, you know, we can't essentially that's asking the people to police each other, which we can do. But then that's just begging for anarchy. Yeah, 100%. Because then how are you going to police that? Oh, well, we're going to have our patrol group, like the the blank, the black, the BPP, who come yeah. out here and rolling with guns and shit. And the next thing you know, it's going to be like, well, fuck y'all. We still going to get this bread anyway. And then be, then cops going to be out of control. And then it's going to be the whole anarchist uh, civil race war that the white supremacist has been planning for for the past 100 years. Basically. Hey, man, we just need to get the Canadian patrol to come train our cops. I'm joking. I don't even know. I don't even know how get bad the, things are get, in Canada. Get, get the Mounties get the, out here. Y'all about to get the Mounties <laughs> down here. Nah, man. But it's like I say, it's crazy out here. Uh, y'all stay safe for real though, because uh, it's it's stuff down here for me and Cal. It's stuff going on around here, and no stuff going on where y'all at. So y'all make sure y'all safe on that note. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I'm sure. We'll, I'm sure we'll be speaking on. Probably on the same stuff next week because some more shit didn't happen. But uh, well, hopefully not. Hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully not. But I'm not optimistic. Oh, I just want my kings and queens to know that we love y'all. We support y'all. Y'all are beautiful. Um, but we gonna we gonna rise above this though. Yeah. Last thing also that I seen earlier. Uh, uh, outside of Cal's opinion. A lot of these uh, Caucasian folk owe Colin uh, apology. Hold on, outside of my opinion, what you mean? I don't know. You don't like caps. I don't know. I don't know what you agree with, what he does, and what he don't. Because you always, you, yeah. So regardless of that, I, I appreciate you not putting words and statements and phrases, uh, you know, on on my name. I appreciate. Yeah, that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what you actually agree and disagree with, with him. I just know you don't like him because he doesn't speak. Because you never actually said, well, what he did here was positive or negative. But that's not the point. Uh, this is towards Caucasian folk that uh, were bashing him for all what they did, selling the peaceful, profe- ah, the peaceful protests that he was uh, doing wasn't the way to go about it and this, that, and the third. But then now are pushing like, okay, y'all shouldn't be doing this. Y'all shouldn't be rioting and all that stuff. Y'all should be doing peaceful protests. Well, it's like, all right, well, we tried that already. MLK tried that. Y'all killed him. Cap tried that. They didn't kill him, but y'all bashed him. Through and through, can we, can, run, can, we sure through we, can we make sure you say that you're not putting them on the same level? Oh no, they're not. They're two different people. Completely, right, they're make, not. Just, just, just making sure. Just make yeah, sure. we, yeah, we know that. Yeah. But um, just, just make sure some some people yeah. do that. So just make sure. I, mean, I, I like, you know, just just let's focus on the good stuff, man. You, you harp on all you harp on all of his his, his negatives. He don't speak, but. You don't never. Andy can't oh, read defense. You don't never. I'm I've never. Heard, I've. I'm not gonna say you've never, but I've never heard you speak on the positive that he does. You just. You all. All I hear is he doesn't speak. His girlfriend talks for him. He. He wasn't really that great of a quarterback. Cap greater than MLK. All right. Thanks for uh this episode. Yeah. It was episode oh, sixty eight. Council and clutch. Kendrick gonna sing us out of here because we got people out here just being ignorant. <laughs> I'm sorry, Roy. Got, yeah. got I'm fucked up, homie. You gotta go ahead, keep my foot. We gonna be alright. Hey, no mulattoes in this episode. Hey, Q, you ain't talking no more? I, I, I can't. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not about to talk over the music. Oh, shoot. Alright, well, we're gonna let this on right now.
and when I wake up, right, I'm joking. But um, but yeah, uh, to what I was saying, apologies are at hand. I can't believe he really just. He's a troll. Don't see. That's why you be interacting with trolls, getting all fake, <laughs> fake, fake out of shape. That's not no troll about it. I meant that. But um, yeah, we're not worrying about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that was episode number 68 of Council and Clutch. We're going to have Kendrick Lamar sing us out of here. All right, Q. But, yeah, so uh, to the end of that, yeah. And then, uh, like I said, we uh, appreciate you. Yeah, uh, we appreciate y'all. We catch catch us next week. I don't really feel like doing the outro. Oh, kings and queens. I'm holding down the outro this evening. <laughs> Appreciate y'all tuning in to the Council and the Clutch. I'm Best Ooh, podcast I'm in the Ooh. 75. Big oh, facts. I'm Umar Garvey. Okay, this is going to be interesting. Nah, nah, I ain't going to go there. Why are there white people on my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> we like all oh, listeners, man. though. Just yeah, jokes. y'all can, y'all can, uh, no, I'm not even gonna go there. But um, we appreciate y'all listening to our podcast episode sesente y ocho, and we out.